Dr. Moms. This podcast is here to inspire you to be the best mom you can be and get through the grind. We will support and stand by you through the frustration, helplessness, and despair of the most thankless job in the world. We will help you thrive when your world is falling apart and provide you the tools to be your baby's and family superhero. Your family will thank you. Your kids will have a voice even as babies, a voice that isn't ignored and needs that are met so you can be the best support system in the world. A healthy family, a family that dines together, respects each other, and knows where to go with any problem. The big question is this, will you take back your family life and build a healthy tomorrow? Hello and welcome. This is Dr. Krista Ryan with Baby Bump to Baby and Beyond. Welcome new family podcast members. We are so excited that you're on this call with us today. We are going to be talking about minimizing moody mamas. And we talked on the last episode on how we minimize moody mamas by compounding or changing our hormones just a little bit um, so that we can actually prolong when our period comes so that we're not having to deal with the recovery from birth as well as Um, our period at the same time. We don't want to maximize moody mamas. We want to minimize moody mamas. So we are going to be doing that by um, starting nursing right from birth, if possible. Um, I talked on the last episode that it wasn't really possible at all with my son. um, Because when he when he came out, he went to the um, the uh, baby unit. And because he was in the pediatrics unit, I, before I was able to actually get to him, a nurse had given him a bottle. And then it took me a long time to actually change the way he was nursing in order to nurse properly. And I was determined to do it. And in hindsight, when I look back, I probably wouldn't recommend being that determined. Like sometimes we need to fight our battles when we got a moody mama on hand. (laughs) And um, I remember at one point, just sitting in my room crying and my mom walked in and she's like, Krista, what's wrong? And I said, I looked at her, I'm like, I don't know, but I'm sad. (laughs) And, and literally I had no reason for sitting there crying, but I had so much like after birth mood, um, our hormones are up and down. We're trying to deal with the recovery process that, um, my mood was all over the place. And I was trying to learn how to be a new mom. I wanted to be the best mom possible. And my head was getting in the way. And I don't want that for any single one of you guys. So we're going to minimize our mood by maximizing our nursing potential if we have that capability. Now, some babies come out with tongue ties and they have other problems that stops the nursing process from happening properly. Um, And don't get discouraged if that was you. Um, Just realize that chances are your period will come a little sooner if you're not able to nurse right away. That's not a bad thing. Um, It's not going to change the connection with baby. But if you can, nursing is the ideal. The best thing after that is making sure every other need is met for baby. And we need to be, um, we need to know for sure that if you're not a nursing mom, then that does not change your mom's status. You're still the best mom ever. So make sure that you have that mindset. And if you need help with mindset, we do have a series on mommy mindset um, in order to make sure that you're at the top of the game so that you can give you the best you can to your child after birth. Now, we're going to be talking about just nurse or it may be worse. Now, we are talking about the nursing 
the nursing ideas itself. Now, a lot of midwives, and this is in my experience and the experience of my family, a lot of midwives, we want to shove the breasts in baby's face. And then as soon as baby has a has as much breast as possible, then we just kind of relax and let the nursing happen. I have found in my experience and in my experience as a chiropractor, that this isn't necessarily going <laughs> to work. Um, and it's not going to work well over the long period of time. Yes, baby's going to get some milk, but baby's not going to get enough milk or the proper amount of milk. So I want to encourage you that when you're nursing, the breast actually has to be elongated a little bit, has to be stretched a little bit in order to release milk properly and fully. The people that um, I have noticed in my practice that put baby on and they don't actually lean back and elongate the breast so that the breast is not even close to the nose, the the nursing still happens when um, baby's born because you got so much milk. You're trying to establish how much milk baby needs and so your body needs to adapt to that. Um, and it does that over some period of time. If you're not, if your breast isn't in the right position, though, the nursing stops. You're actually not able to produce as much milk when it comes to the three to four month period. So I want you guys to plan for great nursing right from the start. And you need to do that by establishing the baby's latch right at first. So you can push the breast into the baby's mouth. But then the next step is to once baby has a good grip, you relax your shoulders, you lean back. My problem when I was nursing my kids is that I wanted to be like there involved and I wanted to lean forward and I was hunching around like I'm folding my body around baby. That's not the best position for nursing because it doesn't allow the breast to elongate at all and it doesn't allow my milk to be released in the proper manner. So Again, I want to uh, I want to emphasize on this one in particular that this is actually experience based and this may not apply to your situation. So I want you guys to realize that you need to be um you need to have uh flexibility in in your mind so that you can respond to baby in the best way possible. I just want you to understand the underlying principles and how I think about the breast structurally as a chiropractor. And structurally, if those ducts aren't like straight, they're not going to release milk. And so I come at it a little bit different. And again, this is not necessarily science-based, but it is experience-based in my family. And I had to learn this from my guru of my sister who, who has had five kids and has coached a lot of um, my par- uh, the parents or my siblings in our family. We have over 60 grandchildren in our family. Um, and so I want to encourage you that if you start thinking about this, the nursing process goes a lot easier. I've coached my own patients to do this and I have found a much better bond, a much better response when it comes to nursing. And you're able to nurse longer with better quality um, right through that three to four month mark or, or period where a lot of people, if they're not nursing properly, then the milk supply starts to dry up. And I don't want that for anyone. I want you guys to have a most natural uh, experience, most connected experience, because when we establish bonds as right from birth, that actually compounds and that trust elevates over time so that you have a better relationship with your kid than you ever thought possible. Now, I do want you guys to be, I want to be very clear on this point. 
you you do your best. <laughs> each mama in each situation is different. And so you got to do your best with the tools that you have um, for every situation. You have to have that flexibility in your mind that you might not be able to nurse your baby. And that's just how things happen. But that does not change how you are as a mom. And I actually wish I really knew that with my son because all I thought... <laughs> Um, when I was with my son is that I was a horrible mom because I couldn't nurse him properly. And I was so determined to nurse him that when I look back, the pain of me trying to actually get him to nurse properly was way greater. And I probably caused more stress for me and my son than I should have because I had that mentality. So I want you guys to understand that you need to be able to be flexible and respond really good to the situation and realize that your ability to nurse or not nurse does not change your ability as a mom because that's what I really didn't understand ultimately uh, when I was nursing my own son. So I hope you guys are excited about this information. I hope you guys grasp what what we're doing and where we're going and how we show up every day matters. And so we want to minimize mama's mood. We don't want to maximize it. And there's so... There's simple strategies to do that, and we are talking about that on this podcast. So, guys, I hope you're super excited. If you want more information on me and my company, you can look us up at Miss Dr. Mom, M I S S D O C T O R M O M dot com. Um, you can find a course on Baby Bump to Baby and Beyond uh, dot com and spell out each and every word. <laughs> Um, or if you want personalized, more adult type of learning on your body, you can look me up at health help at home, spell out every single word. Um, and it's at .com. So guys live with passion. Have a great rest of your day. We do have another podcast called Miss Dr. Mom for adults. And, um, I'm super excited that you guys are a part of our podcast family. So live with passion and have a great rest of your day. You're listening to Baby Bump to Baby and Beyond by Miss Dr. Mom. Please like and subscribe to our content so that we can continue to help families just like yours with our message. While I make every effort to broadcast correct information, guys, I'm still learning. I will double check all my facts, but realize that medicine is a constantly changing science and art. One doctor may have a completely different way of doing things from another one. I'm simply presenting my views on how to treat complaints that will be as evident based as possible. I welcome any comments, suggestions, or corrections of errors. I take no money from drugs or device companies. By listening to this podcast or reading this blog, you are you agree not to use this podcast or blog as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others, including but not limited to patients that you are treating. Consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. This entire disclaimer also applies to any guest or contributor to the podcast or blog. Under no circumstances shall Miss Dr. Mom um, any guest or contributors to the podcast or blog or any employees, associates, or affiliates of Miss Dr. Mom be responsible for damages arising from the use of the podcast or blog information.